All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. The NBA season is officially over. The Raptors are the champs. Kawhi Leonard lapped his way to yet another finals MVP. But now the soap opera begins. NBA free agency. Where is everybody going to go? Drew got his dream player. Anthony Davis is officially a Los Angeles Laker. The Lakers also need seven more players. We're going to break down our top 100 free agents that we have written down specifically for Rob Polinka. All I want is Kawhi Leonard on the Clippers. We are going full court press, putting all of our cards on the table just to get Kawhi. And it's the NBA draft, folks. Zion Williamson is going to make his debut tomorrow in New York City. 2019 NBA draft. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Yes. Uh, Drew is happy today. Yep. Shut up for a second, though, right, Drew. Sorry. We're not getting into that yet, okay? All right. No, no, all right. Chill. All right. We are o- we're not even a week removed from the NBA <laughs> season, and shit is already popping off. Left and right, there is always drama when it comes to the NBA, Drew. And yeah. I cannot wait to get into this with you, because yep. I got a lot to say. I know you got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. But first things first... It's monumental, epic, sowed. Yes. Number 80, Drew. This is a big one, I think. It is. A, it's a big one. It's a great round number. And I think you're going to laugh a little bit at what we have here. If so, Jeff Crompton is 80. It's not. No, no, no. It's okay. not. It is not. Wow. It is not. It is not Jeff Crompton. That okay. would be amazing. I would love to just bring it back. <laughs> Why think, am I going to laugh? I think Drew? episode 99, we might have to do a Jeff Crompton episode. Can we retire this at 100, though? I think we got to stop at 100. I thought we were going to refresh at 101. We start, start back at 1. Oh, 1? Like... Chauncey Billups and uh, Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady, you Penny? know that kind of stuff. W- w- was McGrady? We one? started circling through. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. Um, All right. So, episode eighty, Drew. What do you got for me? Eighty. It's a big episode for sure. The number one draft pick in nineteen eighty is a gentleman who was drafted by the Golden State Warriors, so somewhat relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Barry Carroll. Okay. Do you know that individual? It rings a bell. Is he front office now or was? I Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But he was good. I mean, he averaged like 17 points for his career. He played 10 seasons. Okay. Uh, but Kevin McHale was drafted third in that draft. Interesting. So that was the beginning of the, the 80 Celtics, like the triumvirate, um, Bird, McHale, Parrish, et cetera, all those guys. Um, so Joe Barry Carroll, shout eh. out to you. It's not going to be your episode. No. Uh, players born in 1980. This is good. This is the weakest of the list that we've had, but we have some some cool people in here. Okay. So yeah. weakest, like as far as resume goes, but still still pretty dope because we got some good guys in here. Uh, I'll start from the top. Pau Gasol. Okay. Born mm-hmm. in 1980. That's pretty solid. Jamal Crawford. Love you, Jay Cross. Uh, Richard Jefferson. Yeah. Udonis Haslam. UD. Karan Butler. Yao Ming. So Yao Ming should be maybe up. Closer to power, uh, Matt Barnes, and then my boys. This is this is why you're gonna laugh. Oh, why am I gonna Luke laugh? Walton? God damn it! And Mike Miller. No, both your favorite players. Literally my two favorite players. Damn. And so I'll let you choose between the two of them. Between Luke and Mike Miller. And Mike Miller. Who Luke. it's gonna be? You're gonna let me choose. This? I'll let you choose because I can't. It's you know like, what I'm gonna it's do? It's like Drew? choosing my 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 siblings. I I don't have. This yeah. is what I'm gonna do. Go ahead. 
I think only because the Lakers have had finally something great happen yeah. to them this week. Yeah, yeah. And Luke is not there for it. I think it should be Luke's. Yeah. And you made me wear his jersey when we did our That's fucking true. bet. You did. You had to adorn the Luke Walden Laker jersey. And I, li- I, I mean, I like Luke. Yeah. Who doesn't like Luke? And you like Mike Miller, I'm assuming. I, do, I love Mike Miller. Yeah, right. So uh, I do have a, uh, I do have an interesting story about Mike Miller because uh, for those that don't know, my last name happens to be Miller. And coming up, you know, I was a big, big Mike Miller fan when he was at Florida and then when he moved on to the NBA. And was Drew's a big fan of white shooters that Orlando. can shoot the ball. Well, because that's what I had to look at and, and, be, like, and be like, yo, I can, if, if they can make it, maybe I can make it kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Uh, because I'm not fucking MJ out here. I'm not doing 360 windmills. Uh, I'm not Vince Carter, right? So I got I to gotta get it where I can get it. Um, and Mike Miller was a shining beacon of hope to a young, somewhat slow, not super athletic white kid. So when I was in eighth grade, I was decent. And I was playing up with, this is the summer going into high school. I was playing up, uh, you know, JV ranks. I did a little research on Mike. And I wanted to make friends with some of these older guys. So I told him that Mike Miller was my cousin. And I had all this research. So like he's from like South Dakota. And I knew like I knew like his mom and dad's name. I called him Aunt Bill and Terry. Aunt I, I called him Aunt and Uncle. You did not. I told him that last year, like the year before that, we went to like a family reunion. Oh my god. Dude. And uh I, and that we played one on one and that I scored one point on him. But he, it, but he beat me eleven to one. Oh my god! What a fabricated story. And this bro, is. I tell you this, I tell you this now because it's funny. All the guys believe me, first of all, because I had so much research. Right. I did. I had so much research, and I think I had like a pair of Florida uh, collegiate shorts. So like the Gators, I had, the, I had the shorts. I'd be like, yeah, Mike sent me those. Um, <laughs> the reason I bring this up and that it's so funny is because oh. literally four years later, I'm, I'm graduating from high school, and <laughs> apparently the rumor had you know spread a little bit uh although i never really confirmed nor denied said rumor uh on graduation day one of my fellow graduates his father uh, walks up to my dad uh who was an actual like semi-pro basketball player collegiate player and, and you know really really good in the 70s and 80s uh and goes yo so like Mike Miller, huh? Like you guys are in the thing and and obviously i didn't tell my dad this oh no dude and so my dad had to go like huh and my friend's dad was like, yeah, like Andrew was telling Brandon that, oh my God. you know, you guys are related. And my dad was like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, my dad took the lie. Oh, good for pop. As far as I remember, like he'll, mm. he'll probably have this d- different memory. But uh, shout out to my dad for, for riding with the with the fib. And shout out to Mike Miller for being an inspiration. Oh, my God. That's great, Drew. They, and they probably still believe it. Yeah, Brandon, wherever you, I forget that dude's last name, but Brandon, wherever you are, bro. Uh, it was a lie. It was it was all a lie. It was all fabricated. <laughs> hey, whatever. At least you can admit it now. Oh no, it was great. It, it did a lot for my reputation. Right, it, definitely. It, it immediately great. made me cooler, and then everyone kind of forgot why I was cool, uh, and I was just one of the cool people at that point. So it was good. It, it did everything I wanted it to. But Mike Miller, I love you. Yep. Luke Walton, I love you more. It's your episode, baby. It's your episode, episode I'm down eighty. For that. Luke, Luke Walton, Walton, the head coach of Sack the Sacramento down. Kings, my second favorite team in the NBA now. That, that's who it is? It's that's your second favorite? Wherever Luke yeah, is, I I, so. I'm a fan of. All right, dude. Six days removed from the NBA Finals. The Raptors win their first chip. We're in a new era. We are in a totally new era. If anybody saw the parade, did you see how fucking wild the wow. parade was? Did all of Canada show up? Do you want to know how much did? Listen T- to what tell they me said. how much. 8% of the Canadian population what? was at the fucking 
parade. Eight percent. Can you believe that? So nothing got done in Canada that day. Oh, they probably shut every. They all they was like shut a national holiday. Come on, in Argentina, if they won the World Cup, you think anybody fucking works? Well, World Cup. I think the World Cup's probably a little bit bigger uh, in Argentina than a basketball championship in Canada. But obviously, it's either, huge. Either way, that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to Toronto. My boss that I work for right now is Canadian, so I don't really like it that much. Uh, but I cannot blame him nor all of Canada. Big moment. You guys did it. Congratulations. Drake took him straight to Vegas. Oh, yeah. They, and they, oh, God, I posted that great picture of Kawhi at the, at the pool party? At the, no, Kawhi at the poker table. Oh, at the poker with table. With the homie with his goggles on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody had his goggles on. I'm going to say this now, dude. Like, Kawhi is literally my favorite basketball player of all time now. I always have a hard, people always ask me. And that doesn't have to do with the fact that you think he might be a clipper? No, zero. Oh. Zero. Because I, I mean, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. What I, you know, right. what, where we think Kawhi is going to go. Just, how the guy, he's fucking hilarious, and he doesn't even try to be. No, he's funny. He tries, and Sergi Baca was trying to document him the whole time. Yes. And it was so great, because Kawhi has been on Serge's cooking show that he has, yes. and that was hilarious. And then Serge asked him, like, at the party, like, yeah, you know, you eat very healthy, what are you doing now? And he's just like, drinking a lot of alcohol and eating desserts. And I'm just <laughs> like, bro, I fucking love you, you know? <laughs> But uh, so Toronto wins and everything, you know, people are going to say there's going to be an asterisk because uh, unfortunately our boy Clay Thompson went down. Um, Very sad moment. But what a, what a soldier he was in, in, in that moment because um, he popped up and like walked off the court. I've torn an ACL. I know what it fucking feels like. I couldn't walk at all. Um, Clay, Clay goes to the locker room. They tell him, yo, if you don't come out and shoot these free throws, you're done for the game. He comes out like immediately a boss, makes a U-turn. Right. And goes back out. Sh- shoots his two frees. Yeah. Tells Coach Kerr on the way to the locker room, give me two minutes, bro. And then when he got back to the locker room, his pops shut it down, and then they realized exactly what happened. So anyways, our prayers are up for Clay. I think he can get back before what they're saying. They're saying like, nine months yeah. right now. And and we've seen it happen quicker than that. Mm-hmm. But there's there's no rush here. I mean, Clay is 30 years old. This is a precious time in his life and his career. Unfortunately for him, like 30 years old, like just like Kevin Durant, like this is like a, a kind of a shitty time for a for a major injury to go down. Uh, but there is still some some time there. I mean, you know, it, it, his athleticism really won't shouldn't really take a dip until around 34. Uh, but even then, that's really when, when he's starting to get long in the tooth, and that should be at the back end of whatever deal he ends up is signing. Thirty? He's thirty. He is thirty. He's huh. thirty years old. Um, so it's just it to go back to that moment when it was happening. That was literally the worst thing that could have happened. I mean, he, he was he cooking. Was, he was he on was fire. Mm-hmm. Literally, just he hit that ridiculous pull up three. Uh, in transition when no one was back right he just was like i'm pulling from 32 and it was aquafina cash yep and then he makes a great run is going to yam it and this is the pro i think maybe this is part of why uh, part of why he got injured is because he doesn't really do a whole lot of like sprinting dunks in traffic uh and he held onto the rim a little long he he got fouled and then he landed awkwardly and that's just but don't you, you know, feel like right too there. no it, that was horrible and he yeah. came down wrong but don't you think that could be you know, something that happened because he had already been injured, you know, on the quad, on the hamstring, on the hammy, you know what I mean? Being a little weaker, playing in that game. That Either. one, that one, I think could happen to, to anybody right. that does that. I mean, like I, the, the first thing that I thought of is, is my buddy who played football um, in high school was a great, went to San Diego State, played football there, uh, wasn't really coordinated for basketball. And, and you'll, you'll understand where I'm going with this, but he wasn't used to doing these like you know fast break dunks where he's running full speed jumping and, and dunking, 
And he did that in the game and held onto the rim too long and broke his wrist because he just his momentum carried him. He he didn't let go of the rim. Mm-hmm. He decided to hold on and then you know the momentum took him away, lost his grip, fell on his arm and then broke his wrist. And I'm not saying that Clay isn't coordinated or anything right. like that. He's and he's dunked plenty of times in his career, but there's something about when Kevin Durant goes up for a dunk or when Russell Westbrook goes up for a dunk. These guys that do it in traffic all the time. They know, all right, don't hold on to the rim. Like, I know my momentum. Like, just throw it through the hoop and mm-hmm. keep it moving. Granted, Clay got fouled by Danny Green, but it, there's, a, there's a, a muscle memory and, and, and something that goes into having those moments more under your belt, under traffic, and getting fouled to where you know you can land. That being said, it's just one of those really Pretty, shitty scenarios right. where he just came down wrong on that knee. And it, it definitely looked terrible. And I mean, when changed, it happened. Yeah. That was that but was. He popped up off adrenaline like it was no big deal. He was jumping in the in the back. He was jumping get... after he hit his free throws. Right. He made both. Right. A uh, dumbest thing I've ever seen. W- not having a sub ready for him after the second free throw. I don't know what the Warriors were thinking. Not having a sub ready well, for the shooter. I don't think they knew what. Like he walked back out there. Maybe they thought he was going to continue playing. I don't think they. Well, knew. he was going to. He right. was jumped as he hit the free throw. He ran back and jumped up and down a couple times, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think it was Boogie or somebody fouled to get him out of the game, right. which was like the smartest thing that anybody could have done. Right. Uh, but that was so stupid to me. Like the guy was literally going to walk back into the locker room and you don't have a sub ready for him when he takes a free. Th- I don't know. So, so that changed the whole fucking game. That was pretty bit. much it done and that dusted. It. I mean, Steph didn't really do much else in the game. All that being said, it was down to Steph mm-hmm. and pretty much skeleton crew. Boogie was very up and down. Uh, some good moments, some really bad moments for DeMarcus standard. Steph still had a shot. Good shot. A really good look to turn that around and win that game and force a game seven, which is crazy to me, which shows me how good this Warrior team is and all that momentum and et cetera, like all we were talking about. If you're the Warriors, how could you ask for anything more than that? No, he got a great look. Four seconds left, I think mm. it was, something like that. A ball inbound to him or inbounds to Dre, and it was a nice little play that they ran, and it was it – was, I think it was the most open look that he got the entire game. With Siakam was there, but he wasn't But it was there. late, right? and he got a clean – I mean, nobody was in his face. And he just he missed it by. You know what he shot in the fourth quarter in the good, playoffs by a good margin. He missed that shot in the finals. You know what he shot in the fourth quarter? Three pointers. Nope. In the playoffs, sixteen percent, sixteen point seven for the entire uh, this for year the, for, for the entire for playoffs. The finals. Oh, for the finals. For the finals in the fourth quarter. Oh shit, that's not good. Steph Curry shot sixteen percent. Now this is going back to the conversation we had, mm-hmm. and this is it wasn't me saying that Steph is not clutch. That's not what I was saying. What I was saying is that in the biggest moments of some of these games, he he's not there. Or he just doesn't make the shot. He is 0 for 9. Yeah, I saw that one. Okay? Yeah. In go-ahead shots under 20 seconds. That's not great. That's not great. And shooting 16% in the fourth when they need you the most, like, it's not that great. Again, that's not taking any way, anything away from Steph Curry. I'm just telling you guys what the, what the numbers are. Now... You know, with Clay being out, most likely they would have lost game seven. Didn't, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. But right. where does Golden State go from here? Now, this changes everything. This changes all of free agency. This changes Golden State's future. Yep. Because now the right thing to do is Kevin Durant should stay. Kevin Durant should should stay with the Golden State Warriors. I think Warriors. that's still very much up in the air. <clears throat> I, I hear what you're saying, and, I, and mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, we talked a little bit about it on the on the last episode. Uh, where like the the odds of him staying, Kevin Durant staying with the Warriors shot shot way up with this injury, as unfortunate as it is. But I still think there's teams out there that are willing to take a risk, like we talked about, like the Knicks, and and I'm sure even maybe even the Brooklyn Nets would would take a flyer and go, mm-hmm. all right, shit, we'll still give Kevin Durant a uh, you know four or five year deal, max money, 
just because when are we ever going to have a moment to sign someone of this caliber uh, again? You don't know when that's like, going to happen. Let's put it this way. He's in a much better situation than like Isaiah Thomas or Boogie Cousins coming off an, an injury because you're not sure where that money is going to come from. Like Kevin Durant is guaranteed $30 million, $31 million next year, no matter what. Right. People will give him $150 million to yes. sit out another season. My concern is just the simple fact that, A, we don't know what – Again, surgeries and everything and Achilles, like you can come back from this. We saw Rudy Gay. We saw Wes Matthews. It can happen for sure. It can happen. But then we're talking about thirty, going to be 33-year-old Kevin Durant. And again, I think 33 is the number. You had touched on it, 34, like getting older. 34, yeah. 33, 33 is 34. the number to me yeah. to where I think that's when you start to decline. Unless so you're... Just, to, just to back it up real quick, mm -hmm. he's going to be 31 in September. Mm -hmm. So if it takes exactly 12 months, if it takes 12 months exactly for him to get back, uh, he'll be he'll still be 31 turning 32 next September are you sure yeah we looked it up we, we looked this up we he, did he will be 31 okay. in September okay and so he'll be 32 uh, -huh. uh one year from now or 31 going into 32 in September of 2020 so he still is he still has just that little okay. bit of breathing room before I would, it gets my to mistake that. I was wrong on that no 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 but he is getting close to that 33 34 and if it takes him longer than the year which we don't expect. I mean, mm -hmm. the medicine and, and all, already the, physical, had surgery, all the physical therapy and all right. that stuff. Like I, We expect it to, to be about a year. Um, but with all that being said, he still is approaching those latter years of the career. I mean, he, shit, Durant's been in the league for 12 years now, right? I think I think it's 12 years, 12, maybe 13 years. Oh. And he's been in making deep playoff runs for the entirety of that year. So he's got a lot of miles on his body. Um, but there is still a little bit of that breathing room before it gets to that like panic moment. Because when Kobe went down, he I think Kobe was 34 when his Achilles tore. If it was closer to that 33, 34, it would be more of a, of a panic moment for Durant. But I now think. we're saying, okay, even with that being said, so now we're saying if he signs a five-year deal, we're also talking about 37 years old, you know, which is pretty much the cutoff for NBA. Like, it's pretty much the cutoff. Right. And I'm speaking on behalf of the Clippers because, you know, this is the team I know the most, but like, when I say this fucks up all of free agency, it's like, okay, our number one target is Kawhi. He just won the championship. You know, our our probability of getting him is lower and lower. Any other team is lower and lower right now. Kevin Durant going down with injury. You know what I mean? Yep. Lower and lower right now. Um, you know, do you think that – because next season's going to be a wash. And if they've learned anything from this – and I want to talk more about this certain subject, hopefully on this show. But if we're learning anything, it's that – LeBron, and you've talked about this so much, LeBron has been so good at load management or whatever you want to call it, right. about resting his body, knowing to be the best you can during the playoffs. Um, we're see we saw it with Kevin Durant. Like just the more minutes you play, the more at risk you are of getting these injuries. Mm -hmm. And so I think moving forward in the NBA, we're going to be in how well Kawhi played after sitting 20 games this year, missing all of last season. I think the quote-unquote resting of players is going to be so much more prevalent now like yeah. moving forward. So with that being said, going into next season for the Warriors, you know, nobody has them winning a championship or you can't you know, possibly have them winning a championship. You can't and you can't expect Steph to play 82 games, to play 40 minutes a night. You're going to have to get rested, you know what I mean? He's had his fair share of right. injuries and if you put so when Kobe went down, uh, and Durant goes down this year. Both those guys were playing around forty minutes per game. It's a lot of for minutes for the entire season, and and it was later in the season when it when these injuries happen. So the last thing the Warriors should do, especially in a season where it's not likely 
that they that they make a deep run into the playoffs, the last thing they should do is overwork Steph and then potentially end up with him in a in a relatively catastrophic injury situation because they play him, you know, 80 games in the season and and they have him out there for 42 minutes and then he ends up with some kind of, you know, long-term Achilles knee, ankle, whatever it may be. Uh I really think for the Warriors, it, it, it might be all right for them to just kind of take a deep breath and exhale this next season. Yes. Still, you know, obviously still strive and compete. And I still think they'll make the playoffs yeah, without, they could. without Clay and, and Kevin. I think there's a really good chance of that happening. I don't know how they're going to put a team on the floor, you know, cap space wise, if they end up keeping Clay and Kevin Durant and they're going to have to extend or sign Draymond in the next season. That'll be really intriguing to see what they do with that, and maybe Lakeable dip into the luxury tax. He's going to have to. I would imagine. Hundred percent. I would imagine that he probably would would see that as being a value for his for his franchise at this point. But they're going to have a really interesting look at this offseason because a lot of their players are free agents this year. I mean, Jarebko is a free agent. Quinn Cook is a free agent, and I like him. Demarcus think- Cousins is a free agent. Kevon Looney is a free agent. Like. Uh, Livingston should retire. I mean, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think he's played his last game. I love Livingston, and and I'm sure he probably has another season in him if he wants it. But I know Iguodala is going to contemplate retirement. Like, there's all of this stuff that is changing hands in the Warriors franchise, and I I really unfortunately I think we've seen an end of an era like right. we're talking about. Me too. And and it's just really it really sucks the way it ended mm-hmm. too. You know, because you never want to see it end like that. No, you don't want to see it end like that. But, like, that's the healthiest team that goes into the playoffs or in the finals are usually the ones that win. The one, You know, and they have been the healthiest team going into every yeah. finals. Yeah. And they have been facing the teams that have had the yeah. injuries, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, they've had a run of good luck for right. sure. Definitely had a run, had a really good run of good luck. I mean, I think it was last year that Durant had that weird knee thing where, like, Zaza fell into him. Mm-hmm. And had that like hyperextended knee, so he was a little off last year. But the, for the majority of this run, this last five years that the Warriors have been so dominant, they've had the the best run of luck when it comes to injuries. And all those players have played so many minutes yep. in so many fucking games, and it was just bound to happen. So I'm I'm sorry that that happened. And this is and leading into your big moment right now, Drew. Sure, this makes the West wide open, right? I think it makes the entire it, NBA totally. Because you have you like you said you have the the reigning champions are probably going to lose two of their best players. You say Danny Green and Kawhi are ghosts. I would I was there's a good chance that Marc Gasol and Kawhi mm-hmm. are are gone, and and then you look at that team and you go all right well all right they got Lowry <laughs> and, Siakam. Uh, and Siakam and you know all right maybe they can make something happen. They have OG Ananobi mm-hmm. who's the guy that was injured for them pretty mm-hmm. much this whole season, who's really good and, and a young player, but. You look at the turmoil, like you have a reigning championship where their shit's way up in the air right now. They're going to have to wrestle with the Clippers and whoever else wants Kawhi Leonard at this point to try and keep him. Uh, and then you also have the team that's super dominant in the West. The Warriors completely in shambles now. You have turmoil in Houston. Yeah. Who was, who We're going to get that. Right, no, but it, yeah. it literally, there's not one franchise that you look at, maybe for the first time in like 10 years, to go, all right, that's the odds-on right. favorite for the championship. And you want to know why that is, though, too, is because this is the biggest summer of free agency as well. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to our last show. Clipstradamus called it. Clipstradamus? Clipstradamus is the name okay. that, I'm go- that I'm coining myself all right. right now. I told you, I said, before Sunday of this coming week, Anthony Davis will be a Laker. Yeah, man. And on Saturday, which news doesn't even break on Saturday, most of the time people wait till Monday. <laughs> To yeah, break they, news. They want a full news cycle. The new, they want that. That's yeah. what they want. Yeah. But it was broke that Anthony Davis will sign with the Lakers. 
The trade, yeah. Uh, the trade will happen. Yep. Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. Lonzo. Lonzo, number four pick, and, three future draft picks. Yep. I think bringing David Griffin in there, you know, realize that this this was going to get done. Like, I don't think there was some – it's kind of the same thing with LeBron. I don't think there was much persuasion or, like, these huge negotiations or, like, Palinka did this amazing thing to pull it off. It was going to happen. It was just a matter of time and putting the assets in place. Mm -hmm. And I think that David – the Pelicans came out huge on it. Right. The Lakers get a top-five player. Top-five – you can argue he's top-three best players in the NBA um, who wants to be on the Lakers. And then the Pelicans, knowing that they're going to lose him – Get three very good young assets, and three these three picks are huge. Yeah. The four picks are huge. Um, being that those 2022, 2023 picks are going to be that high school draft. The too. first year that they open it back mm -hmm. up for high school. So I thought it was a great deal. I thought the Pelicans came out uh, on top of it, if you want to say that. But Laker Nation, what do you feel? Drew, what do you feel? Well, it's a big moment. It's a big moment. It's a moment that uh, you know has been drawn out, unfortunately, much longer than it should have been. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like uh, the Pelicans should be quite happy with what they ended up getting. I'll tell you this though: the, I think the Lakers would have given them more if they did it initially when we wanted to. I think you would have gotten Kuzma in the deal. I think they definitely would have got a Kuzma, mm -hmm. and they might have even gotten Zubat. Right. Um, so I think, as far as as far as I'm concerned, uh, just looking at the trade itself, both teams should be pretty satisfied with how this went down. Mm -hmm. uh, Laker Nation, we got to keep one of our one of our great young players, Kuzma. Uh, and so and and if you guys remember me talking about this way back when it when you know the the first rumblings of this trade were were possible, my whole thing was I want to keep as many of these young guys as possible, and it, trying to keep two or or at least one of them was my ideal scenario, and we were able to do that. We didn't have to give up Ingram, Lonzo, and Kuzma. We end up throwing Hart in the deal uh, and keeping Kuz, and I honestly I could not be happier. I'm not going to sit here and say to you right now that we're going to win a championship next year, but we have as good as odds as any team. Vegas right has now. you winning it. Well, Vegas mm. gets all fucking carried away with they this do. Shit. It's not. We don't even have the draft yet. We don't even have free agency. They yet. said that there's a lot of pieces that still have to come to play, especially totally. for the Lakers who only have five. We have five players on our roster right now, and two of them are Moritz Wagner and Isaac Manga. Okay, so. Two of those guys aren't going to be fucking playing very much in this right. team. So we have three guys that we can play right now. LeBron, Kuzma, and Anthony Davis, right? right? So all but that I, being said, we have a lot, we have a long road to go. But I tell you right now, bro, I'm about as pumped about this team as I have been since 2010. <laughs> and, and I mean that legitimately. 2012, maybe, when, like last couple years with, with Kobe and Powell. This is exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, it's unfortunate that we had to give away so many assets to make this happen. But at the same time, do we, we have LeBron and Anthony Davis, which is a great start. It's an unbelievable start. And you know, we had said, and I, I, I think it was me that said it, but I said, normally you don't get the, the value when you trade your superstar, you normally don't get the same value coming back. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Coming back to your team. And I think they got great value. Right. And well, I, there's still a lot of question marks there. Yeah, of course. Right. And, and that was always going to be the case. Of course. And I, of course I would have loved to keep, like I'm saying, I would have loved to keep Josh or mm -hmm. Lonzo or somebody. Do I think we threw in a little too many draft picks? Yes. I, I, I honestly do because who else is offering a trade at this point that could even come close to what we gave. It them. was always Lakers had the best assets. Yeah. It was always, it was going to be the yes. Lakers were the, the only ones that could offer. So I think well, we outbid everybody just to make sure high. 
that that we got this done. Did because you hear, did I think Rob Palinka really needed a win. I think he needed something to he happen. He has to. His back's against the and wall. So, and so he made the move. Yes, maybe he gave away an extra pick that mm-hmm. we shouldn't have given or whatever. But, again, I'm not going to qualm with that. I, you, I, we, we got the guy that we want. Did you hear how Simmons explained it? How he thought what? he explained it? It was really funny and it made total sense. He's like... He's like, hey, it's like Rob Polink is trying to buy a house in Malibu. Oh, right? I did hear this. <laughs> and he said, the list price is fifteen million. The, the list price is fifteen million, but Rob's going to go in and be, give you fifty for it. <laughs> I got I'm a fifty get, million I got dollar 50 house. Million, I want this house. You know, <laughs> again, uh, 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 with all the scrutiny that the Lakers front office has had, like they had to get this deal done no yep. matter what, and they did get it done. And like you said, my first question was, that's great for the Lakers, but now they need seven more players. Right. And it's obvious that no matter what, what LeBron needs, mm-hmm. what what AD needs, what the Lakers need are fucking shooters. Yep. And there's a lot of free agents that are available. Yes, there is. Um, I had three on my mind Go ahead. That, that they need to really take a look at. Cool. J.J. Redick. I thought J.J., if you can get him for the right price. J.J. last year made $12 million. Mm-hmm. The year before made $23 million. Mm-hmm. So he should be okay with taking a little bit less. And coming to this team, and in hopes of making a championship run, and realize that he does not play defense. Yeah, he doesn't play yeah, defense. So that's that's going to be. Up and he, there, yeah, so. he's a liability defensively, mm-hmm. uh, but he is a knockdown three point shooter, and we need that. LeBron has to have at least one or two guys that he can put in the corner when he drives, kick it to them, and they can hit. So JJ's good. Go I like JJ. I liked um, J.R. Smith. I think he's already played with LeBron. He's not playing right now. I think he would take. What kind of shape is Jr. Smith? He's he's working out. He's playing. Okay, like, he looks like he's that's in good my shape. concern. Well, is, like, where is his head right now? I think he's fine. I think he's fine. He looks good. Um, okay, if I'm the Lakers, you have two choices, bro. Mm. It's either we go for another fucking superstar, which Kawhi might even be in the mix. I don't think he's going to come to the Lakers. Yeah, he's going to probably take a meeting with the Lakers. I just don't think that's going to be the environment, especially coming from what he right. he has there. You can either go all in on yep. one of these top tier free agents, or what I would do is try to spend to spread the fucking money yeah. out and get as many players as possible. So let's so, get into it a little bit deeper here because the Anthony Davis trade still has some ramifications that will be played ooh, out yeah. as far as cap space goes for us. So the biggest the biggest thing here is that if it goes through on July sixth, that technically will handicap the Lakers and their cap space. It will minimize the cap space that we have right now. The deal is set to go through on July 6th. And that should give us based on that. As far as I can tell, it's in between 25, 27 million dollars in cap space, which is barely enough to sign someone like a Kemba Walker, to sign someone like a Chris Middleton. Um, And so because of that, I think you're right. I think the Lakers should go the route that goes, let's build, look at Toronto Look at the way that they, they they were able to construct that roster. It was one superstar and a bunch of really solid guys that filled out the, the you know the, the two through eight. I would love to be able to take that and go, all right, we have Anthony Davis and LeBron. Let's build a really solid you know mid-level guys that we can get that know their role that that are that buys into the system that they are have veterans mm-hmm. that can shoot that can play defense. Let's do that instead of uh, going, all right, let's bring in one other one other superstar and then we have all of these. Uh, this this return to last year when we end up signing JaVale and, and Michael Beasley and Rondo and Rondo maybe he'll come back Lance. and that, that wouldn't be fine. Lance Steven like, Rondo I don't wanna, would be great to keep. I don't I Rondo would be fine to keep. Mm. I don't know if I want to spend nine million dollars on Rondo, but still I, I've heard a lot of rumblings that the Lakers are gonna push for one third superstar, whether that be Jimmy Butler or Kemba Walker. 
Tampa's not going to take that pay cut, dog. I don't think he will either. No. I think Jimmy might. I think Jimmy might. But he's he's been, been very adamant about saying that he wants Max. Right. And so am I going to be disappointed if we end up signing someone like Kemba Walker and Jimmy Butler? No, I'm not going to be disappointed because it's now or never for us. LeBron is on a ticking time yes. clock. You got two years, Drew. We got two you... years with LeBron. I'm I'm super excited about Anthony Davis because right. the, the guy's 26. So right. we have our next guy. Okay. But my point is, is like, yes, it's now or never with this duo. But we, we should we should have Anthony for the next five years. We may not have LeBron for longer than two or three, uh, but Anthony Davis should be on this roster for a long time to come. So when you were saying about the cap restrictions, right? Yeah. What, what what Drew's trying to say though is there's there's a four million dollar trade kicker in yes. there. That if if we wait until July thirtieth, right, and then have the trade go through there, we get an extra four, and then we're into that thirty to thirty one million dollar. But you gotta if you sign him on July sixth. You got to ask Anthony Davis if he'd waive that four million dollars so that you could put it towards your cap, and then we'll spend it on giving getting more players. Right. But you know, I don't know if I don't know too many people that how would much, turn down. How much does four million dollars mean to him, really? Though, I mean, like, I think if he looks at, we're not what, talking a hundred thousand dollars, Drew. Four million. These guys want their fucking money. Right. Palinka put you guys into this situation, and having mm-hmm. to ask him. To not, now, like you said, that could restrict you more. If it takes you from thirty million in cap to twenty six in cap, that could mean a That's lot. That's a big difference for a, for signing that th- third superstar. And for those reasons, exactly, I want us to go the route of signing really good, right, solid right. players that don't re- that don't require max money. Veterans that LeBron agrees that are good and and that he wants to play with, uh, that seem to work well in the system. And so, bro, I did well, a I lot. I didn't say my third though. Oh, tell me the third. So I, <laughs> I have J.R. Smith you should look at for cheap. And these are just cheap guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.R. Smith, J.J. Redick. I don't think Pat Beverly is going to be cheap no matter what. I don't what. think so either. And, and I, I know he's, he's on the take, list, though. He's on, yeah. the, he's on the list yeah. to talk to the Lakers. I think we're going to end up paying him what he wants, overpaying him, okay. which I'd be fine which is good. doing. He deserves a paycheck. Totally. Yeah. And we'll talk about the Clippers hopefully in a minute. But I also like Reggie Bullock, and he was already on your, yes. on your squad. He's a free agent. Yes, and I would re-sign him. So Reggie Bullock, this, okay. is, a great, this is a great call. I did a shit ton of research on the possibilities. Drew has 75 players. I have a long list. Give me your best ones, though, Drew. No, no, no. I'm not going to read the whole list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I would love to avoid J.R. Smith. Can you see that happening, though? Yes, of course I can. Would you rather have J.R. Smith or Mello? Because that could I, happen why too. Why do I have to have both? Why? Why is it an or? Because I don't want either of those hypothetically, guys. Hypothetically, I don't want either. Because they of them. both be cheap. They would be, and cheap. they would both be. They would would love to play for the fucking Lakers. Of course they would. Because okay. they're not playing for anybody. Exactly. Right now. I I don't want either of them. Okay. But I like JJ and I like Reggie and I think this is the place that we need to go. Is is more in the shooting. And so if we end JR up with, or Mello. if we end up with Jr. Mello, then so be it. Like God, so, who is it? I don't want either pick? of them. I don't care. Fucking flip Tell a coin. Tell the fans. I don't want either of them. So flip a coin. I don't care. Whoever gun to your head, you got to take Mello no. or Jr. Smith. You're gonna take a bullet to the dome. I would rather take. You'd so rather this is, die. This is, this is why I created this list is because I want the Lakers to look at other people as opposed to J.R. Smith. Okay. And and the first name that came to mind, which isn't exactly a shooter, is Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose had a really good year last Ooh. year. He was paid $2 million Ooh, last like year. It. So Derrick Rose. Love it. Guess how old he is. 30 years old. He's the same exact age as Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. And the guy is having a resurgence. He had a great year last year. Derrick Rose, we can get him. I, dude, we can give him I haven't even two heard years. that yet. It's, it's it, a great it, call, Drew. I don't know how people aren't bringing this up more because he's sitting there for us. I, I think he would love to play with LeBron. I think he would absolutely crush it. He's already played with LeBron. I know. He played one that one mm-hmm. year in Cleveland. So I, that's a name that I, that, I I, that I want people to really pay attention to. Rodney Hood. 
signed a one-year, $4 million deal. That's another guy we can get for cheap. He played with LeBron too, though. And can start. Mm -hmm. So then we have... Let's just say we spend ten million dollars on those guys, which is fucking cheap at this point. I think Rodney can get more money than that, though. Rodney Hood is was barely in the league last year. He right. was he was signed. It was like way into into September before he actually signed a deal last year uh, because of all the nonsense that he that he did in in Cleveland. Um, and he had a great year for Portland. Granted, I do think he'll make more money than that, but I think he would take a one year or a two year deal. With a player option to give this a run on this on this squad, I see LeBron saying no to that. That's though. fine. Okay. As far as like really cheap shooters, Wayne Ellington, mm -hmm. really cheap, yeah. great shooter, forty percent from three in the last three seasons. Seth Curry, yeah, free I can agent. See that. I can see that. Seth Curry was signed a one-year, three million dollar deal, so he he doesn't have to get paid that much money. Or he can go to Golden State too. He, he yeah, he could he can go to Golden yeah. State. He can go anywhere really. Yeah. I mean, but again, it, it'll be relatively cheap. Okay. Nick Stauskas is a guy. Another guy that's been kind of you know up and down in his career, drafted pretty high, and really kind of bounced around, but but had a really solid season last year. Even though he was he was traded like four times last year, uh, and that's another guy that can be a come off the bench shooter, not a starter, but a guy that you can pay three four million dollars and have him be a nice fill out on the roster. Someone can come in, play point or shooting guard, uh, and then unfortunately, Austin Rivers. Yeah. Fucking Austin Rivers, who's a baller. Yeah. You, now you want him. Now you want him as I your don't point want guard? Him. I don't want him, but it's an option. It's He's something a great that we, option. It's an option we should look at. He had a really solid performance this year for Houston. <laughs> You're so uh, bad saying that, I, too. I fucking hate saying it, but it's a guy that we should look at. before. I would take Austin Rivers before Melo and J.R. Smith, okay. like hands down. Okay. And then, so this is just my guards, by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, and then I'll, I'll just end it really quick. Quinn Cook is a guy that I would love to have as a backup point guard. Uh, Rajan Rondo would be fine, uh, and if you end up having Cook come in as a, as the two uh, as the backup point guard, Alec Burke and mm -hmm. tr and Trey Burke. Mm -hmm. Trey Burke had a great season um, last year with the Knicks, and then was ended up being traded to Dallas in that Porzingis trade, and is a free agent now. We can get him for cheap. Uh, Alec Burke is going to be more expensive. He signed a four year, forty million dollar deal way back when. It was I think it was a rookie extension, but he's kind of in the lurch right now. He's going to be a free agent. Um, and that would be a really solid, like kind of a two-way player. Uh, and then Danny Green. That's it. Those, that's my list. So I want. I let's like all those. Let's look at that. All those guys are reasonably priced. Hey, if we can pick two or three guys off of that list, and then I have a list of forwards well, that we can look at too. But, I want to I get into your forwards, but I got yeah. something to say, dude. Yeah, man. And this is what we. Th those are all. I think my picks and your picks are all great. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this is what I'm not buying into. Okay. Right now is the most important time for your front office, right? Yeah. All these picks you're saying are great. Yeah. I think w the, w they would be great fits, cheap. Does Polinka know that? Does Rambus this know that? I created, can he? This is why I created the list. I'm emailing this list to Rob You Polinka. should. I'm going to email my list because to Rob. I don't think they, they can do that. I think it's going to take a summer full of LeBron recruiting and tampering like he's really great at doing. Just I just – I'll be so shocked if the Lakers – get the right fucking people in for this. Like, mm -hmm. okay, Stauskas, cool. Rodney Hood, cool. You know, I'm just not hearing championship with that squad. Well, no, So, but those were all like the bottom of my list. Okay. Here. So the big ones for me are the ones that the, uh, Reggie Bullock I would love to resign. Okay. Derek Rose I would love to have. Great pick. Love that. And then if, I, if we can get somebody 
another shooter that can also play a guard Kyle Korver. and come off the bench. Corver just got traded right now. Corver's got to be 41 years old. How old is this He can shoot the fucking three, though, And I'm dog. fine with Corver. Play with be, LeBron, too. As long as he doesn't have to start and play defense, I'm fine with that. He, he can come in, in in crucial moments and hit shots. He's no longer an NBA starter. I mean, the guy's 37, 38 years old. So be cheap though he would be cheap and again that he's had su- success with lebron before so i wouldn't i would not be opposed to having him and again i would take him over jr smith and mellow um you take corver over jr smith yeah interesting absolutely interesting um but it's just there, there's there's i there's all of these options and and the reason i think the reason that i created this list for myself uh, obviously to get a nice picture of free agency and see where people are going but also, because I'm worried that Rob doesn't know, doesn't know. about these know. guys. He has no idea. I don't know. I, I would. I see Rob paying Al Horford and CP3 making a trade. A like Rob, team. Rob just doesn't know about cap room. He just doesn't know about cap space. Well, well, put it this way: like it's it's funny how everything. And we'll get back to your list. Sorry, it's just funny no, how cool. CP and LeBron have been real chummy the past two weeks, and now all this drama comes out with CP. And I think in in his window is very small too. Chris Paul's unfortunately yeah. his contract. And when we heard all the rumblings yesterday, this is or was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah. About how he CP wants trade, out. Yeah. yeah, he wants out. And I was just thinking the only thing that would work is CP for Conley, right? Like swap those. Oh contracts. yeah, that could have. That's yeah. why I said in our Grizzlies, post, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and Conley would be great on. Houston Conley's gone now Conley is then now, now that trade is over and Conley's in Utah and Memphis got picks and Corver and Jay Crowder and like a bunch of other Grace and Allen Grace and Allen too which is nice. kind of good nice great for Utah they came up they came Utah up, looks definitely. good now yeah but I just I just see uh Chris Paul being like dude my only shot right now is to get on the fucking Lakers and he if he wasn't as expensive as he is would be the perfect point guard for the Lakers. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't have any money. There's no money and no so, assets. So, so here's the, here's the. If we back up just a little bit, uh, Genie Bus may be willing to dip into the piggy bank here for this season. So there is a, there is a moment where she she may say to herself, I, "Again, I don't know this lady at all. I thought I knew her better than I did." Uh, but she may she may say along with her brothers, "All right, let's actually let's actually put a team around this this." this nice tandem that we have and let's go over the cap space. We'll dip into luxury tax, but it's worth it. We need the Lakers to be good again. Uh, the NBA wants the Lakers to be good again, but mostly Laker nation. Like we need the playoffs, baby. It's been forever. I give me in the goddamn playoffs. And so there's, there's, there's a moment where I'm thinking that Jeannie will say to herself, all right, what is it going to take for us to get someone like a Jimmy Butler or a Kemba or a Chris Middleton and, still pull together a roster that makes sense and 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 that, and that functions uh, as a unit. And so there's because that's a still a possibility and I think it is a real possibility that she may make that decision. Uh I, it's impossible to know what Rob is working with, right? Because if there, if it truly is that way and they don't mind dipping in the piggy bank and spending an extra a lot of money, an extra, an extra 20 to 50 mm-hmm. million in luxury tax then all the possibilities they could afford first. it drew and, that's what and I'm they saying. wouldn't be the first team to do it like, exactly you you kind of i my whole point is i think they have to yeah because right this this season particularly mm-hmm. is because the warriors are out of it and it's up for grabs and the free agent market's huge i say you throw all your chips in and and try yeah. to get everybody you can now whether they want to come and do that like i think jimmy butler like him and james hard have been talking i think houston's going to be a really big player for jimmy butler 
Yeah. Uh, do I think he's a max guy? I don't. But the way the money's going, like fucking, you got to pay him. Seriously. Chris Middleton wants a max. Wants one hundred and fifty million dollars right and now. And I think he'll stay in Milwaukee. I think they should. They should pay him. Yeah. Same thing with Malcolm Brogdon too. Brogdon should stay there too. Yeah. I, I. But I also think that they're a team that could get one of these free agents too. Not necessarily a top tier guy. But, but yeah, the guys that we're talking about. Yeah, those this, guys. Yeah, yeah, right. And so just to, real quick to, to kind of round this out because I, I just want to get this out there. Trevor Ariza, mm-hmm. obviously a guy that He's we thought. He's old too, though. It's, but it's a guy that we thought was going to be on the Lakers this year anyway and then ended up going, getting traded um, uh, to Washington. Uh, Damari Carroll, solid player. Uh, Kenneth Fareed, Rudy Gay, Jermichael Green. Love him. That's my guy. Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a free agent this year. Enos Cantor, free agent this year. Uh, obviously, Brooke Lopez. I would love to see him he's come back. Paid, he's going to get paid, mm-hmm. and he, and there's and there's not a team in the NBA that won't take him right now because he's a seven foot shooter who just had one of the best runs for two million dollars or whatever he made. Dude, it was three point five million dollars, and and we signed Javale for for eight. <laughs> awesome, Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the Boston. He's a big one. This is the Boston Marcus Morris. He's I, clutch. Too, he's isn't a clutch he? client. Mm-hmm. Jabari Parker, Bobby Portis. Bobby both, Portis, I, I want him. Both of those guys, free agents. Mm-hmm. Both those guys probably are going to get too much for us. There might be a little too much uh, money there. Um, but Jabari, again, might be in a position where he goes, dude, I'm still recovering. I'll, you know, I'll let me take get my- $5 million. Thaddeus Young mm-hmm. is a guy that could, that could step in. He had a four-year $50 million deal. He's a little older. Uh, and then Jeff Green. Um, uh, Uncle Jeff, I don't know. LeBron loves Jeff Green. Yeah. Jeff Green averaged 14 points a game last year. Mm-hmm. On one of the worst Orlando? teams, in, no, no, Washington, Washington, one of the worst teams in the NBA. Uh, and the last one that I'll bring up is Nikola Mirotic. Is a free agent. He only signed a two-year, twenty-seven million dollar deal. I think we could get him on a one-year deal. And obviously, he has a good rapport with Davis. They played well together. They had that mm-hmm. run. Um, just some of the names that I have on this ridiculously long list that I created. It's a very long list. Um, but and you need seven of them, six right. of them. And, and I, I think I just listed fifteen. So yeah. like, and and there's a way to make seven out of those fifteen happen. Without breaking the bank, so if on 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 the flip side, if Genie says I'm not spending any more money, you better fit the shit in the cap because I'm not spending any money. We can still make it happen. There's still a lot of players because free agency is so overwhelming this year. There's still so many players that we can choose from, and we don't have to be lost in this moment where we're we're handcuffed by our cap space. Now the difference with between the the Lakers and the Clippers right now is obviously we're throwing all our chips in on Kawhi. We're not sure what Kawhi is going to do. I think. But you guys are set, too. You guys have a really nice set team. This is what it is. All we need is Kawhi to drop in, just drop into our rotation, and we're a contender. That's what we need. We We don't need all these other parts. What we do need to do, and I'm a big advocate of this, we have a boatload of money to to spend. And I've said since day one, I don't want to... Two of the guy. I don't want two top tier free agents. I want to get Kawhi. You want to repeat what Toronto did? Yes, but I also want to pay. I want to pay Pat Beverly. Uh-huh. Like I want to make sure that he's happy and all he wants is stability right now. Do I want to pay Pat Beverly fifteen million dollars? Sixteen? No. Oof. But it's steep. It is steep. But guess what? We have a, an owner worth forty four billion. Yeah, right. We're we're willing to go into that. Yeah, and I think the way that we think that Jerry thinks and Balmer thinks is like, yeah, let's pay him. He was the nucleus to our team we need to pay him if we lose him we lose a big chunk of our team yeah so i want to pay i want to pay pat beverly i want to see what's out there for gallo you know what i mean like let's let's 
test the waters for Gallo. If we got to keep Gallo in I'm, a trade, you mean in a trade, just like you know, he's due twenty four mil next right. year, and right. I think he had a really great season. I think you should keep him. I think he I would want play, him. He would play so well with Kawhi. Totally, yeah. yeah. And you know, six ten stretch that can actually play defense and shoot the three, and he shoots ninety one percent from the fucking free throw line. I want to keep him. Yes. I want to take Jermichael Green and give him seven million dollars. Right. right. You know, we yeah. also have these these rookies that are going to turn out to be really fucking good. But what Jerry West said is we're not if we don't get Kawhi or Kevin Durant, we're not going to waste our money just on try, any on anybody. player. Like, OK, right. Kemba, here's 50 or fucking Chris Middleton. Here's 190. He said we're not going to do that. It's the right player for the right situation. Totally. And That's all you would want as a franchise. That's all you could hope facts. for is direction. Right. Which is why I'm panicking. Because right. I don't know what direction we're going in as a Laker fan. Right. right? And, and for everything that Jerry's done for us has been money. We mm-hmm. couldn't ask for anything better. So if Jerry's what Jerry said was, if we don't get the player we want, we're going to work with what we have and we're going to keep building. And you're going to try and make the playoffs and totally. do the same thing again as you did this year. But we have a lot of money. You so do I have don't a think, lot of money. I don't see us just going out and just fucking blowing money. If it's anyway. not Kawhi, mm-hmm. who would you? Who do you want to target? I I don't know. If it's dude. not Kawhi, if it's not Kevin, I do you want Horford? No, I mean no, not for thirty million dollars. He just opted out of thirty-one. No, I think that's wasting money. Mm-hmm. I think Horford's great, but. Like, no, I don't, I wouldn't, why? Like, we, we got Trez and we got Zubak. Like, I'm fine with that. Right. Horford's a great locker room guy, and we everybody likes to play with Horford. You know what I mean? Well, he's a great, I mean, he's, he's, he's a great player, he, great he's teammate. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, but no, I just say, you know what? Let's pay the guys that we have, then maybe let's go for a couple. Uh, the Bobby Portis, I love. Love Bobby Portis. I would take him for. But I'm talking more like Max. Like no, nah, like I don't up, think we up should. Up in the echelon of the of those like the the big free agents. It's it for you. It's like Kawhi or bust. I I think so because I think he's the perfect guy for our system. I don't as great as Kevin Durant is. Like I don't want to. I don't want to spend. What about like Harrison Barnes? No, don't want it. No, I I think we have our own version of them. We have you know. Uh, Landry Shamit, who's a great shooter. Uh, Shea Gildress is going to come out next season and like Merc fool. And you like, don't want Jimmy Butler? I, no. He well, we've already said we're not going to. We're not even going to make a move for him because okay. he doesn't fit, doesn't fit our culture. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I I don't see that happening. Um, and I don't honestly, dude. I'm not a big. I'm not a big Jimmy Butler fan. I don't That's think fair. he's a max guy. I think you know we're seeing that he's not maybe the best locker room guy. And we got to you got to honestly, dude, like. We're seeing now, like, we got to chill on how many alphas you have in the fucking locker room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think, like, it's it's kind of funny that, like, it, say, hypothetically, Chris Paul does go to the Lakers by some, some thing, you know? Sure. That's a lot of alpha in the locker room, even being best friends with LeBron. Right. Like, I don't think, we, we're seeing, and now we know that, like, Chris Paul is good for about a year and a half with the team, and then people start hating this guy. He must be the worst guy ever. Well, we've said, haven't we said since day one? Before that, we jump into that, yeah. what about Marcus Saul? Would I take him? Do you want him? Because he'll he he won't get super. He won't get the crazy max, but he'll be a lot of money if he's available. And you guys can't get Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Would you spend? Would no. you like to spend money on Mark? No. Because we have Trez and Zubak, like we have our and we have our kid from the from the G League who's rookie of the fucking year. Is that Motley Delgado? Oh, Delgado. This dude's putting up here. Carlos. Yeah, we're Carlos. not Carlos Delgado. That's a baseball player. Ah, oh, shit. I know that guy. I know the guy you're talking right. about. Right, and he's been putting up huge numbers in the yeah, G League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Motley, we have all these young cats. Mm-hmm. We do have. I think Kawhi is the only dude we so should go Kawhi for. So it's Kawhi or bust. I think so. Yeah. And then and, and maybe you can spend some money on on other pieces, but not you know overextend and try and, and try and bring in somebody. I don't think so at all. Okay, 
I, I'm with that. I think, we that's, talk I think that's a Horford? good call. Will we talk to Horford? Yeah, probably we'll talk to him. But then when he, when he wants $30 million, and he's another 33-year-old that's going to want a four-year deal, and it's like, you know, we're, we're seeing from Chris right. Paul that we can't do – you know what Chris Paul's contract is? I know we've talked about this, dude. So he's – next season he'll be 34, okay? Right? Yep. 34, he's owed 38.5. When he's 35, it's 41.3. When he's 36 – he opts in for forty four point two. It's insane. Like, that's just it's too much money. So much money. That's more money than Dame. Well, Dame Lillard is going to make it next year. Well, Dame and also Dame is 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 going to be in that super similar. Max. This is the interesting part about these supermax deals and the way that it works. Like guys stay with their team for seven years and then you get into onto this launching pad where you're like, all right, cool. I, I paid my dues. I got my seven years in. I can get $190 million. I can get $221 million. Giannis can get 250 next year. It's insane. Right. And so, and, and so something's going to have to change here because teams are getting handicapped by this or completely blown out of the water because they don't have the money for it. And so something is going to have to change. Do you know here. what? This is a stat. This is something I read. Um, if Golden State signs KD, for the five, yeah, they pay Clay Thompson, and then they pay Draymond what he wants. In twenty, it was like twenty twenty two. They're like pay. It would be one point three billion dollars. They'll have committed to those guys their players. over the over the course of that year. Think or, or, not that year, the, but the their years, contract. The years, yeah. yeah, combined. It's insane. That's insane. Yeah. And yeah, they have a new arena coming. It's going to generate more money, and they can go over the cap. And I think Lakers and Golden State are still the most highest revenue. Like like teams in the NBA that generate the most money. So yeah, I would go over the cap and I would pay, especially back to what I said, this is your window for the okay? Lakers. For the Lakers. Yeah. Now you've given up a lot of future assets, Drew. Well, this, that's picks, why it is our window. Right. Cause we have no other options right. here. We we've handcuffed, we've handcuffed ourselves. Now we don't have draft picks and, and we have no other options, but to make it happen now. Now tell me this though. This is something else I was thinking about. First of all, Vegas has the Lakers at 54.5 over, over, Winning next year, so Fif- more than more than more 50, than fifty four, more than fifty five wins. Yes, yeah, fifty five. That's I. We better fucking be more than fifty five wins with these two but cats. Can they with with those two? We we better be okay, without a doubt in my mind. Like, I, I, but it, there is still it's. It, this is why when 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 we first jumped on here, uh, the whole idea about Lakers being the favorites for the for the title is to it's laughable. We don't know the league changes every year now. <laughs> they made that call, Drew, before Anthony Davis was on the team. It, and, which is why it's so fucking batshit crazy. It's it's crazy. They had the Clippers third <laughs> to win it. What do you know that I don't? Where, where, where is he? Where are these? How are you pulling the Clippers to win the championship? Where are these numbers coming from? Who's betting on these weights? Like I don't get it. So. All of that is just noise, right? Like the NBA, the season ends, and and the NBA wants coverage. They want stuff to be out there, so they're just throwing out Lakers as the as the odds-on favorite. Vegas trying to make some shit happen. It's 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 nuts. We won't know until after free agency really gets rolling. All right, this is the picture that's been painted. You know, the Lakers got this person, the Clippers got this person, the Knicks and the Nets got these guys, the Warriors have here, like what happens with Houston and Chris Paul, all that shit's going to unfold over the next coming weeks. But to, to sit and project out at this point is it's a useless activity. The season just ended. Dude. It's like Jesus Christ. And we can't, they can't make any moves till June 30th. Right. Like we can't do anything for another seven days. Everybody pump the brakes. Yeah, chill. Woj, I love you. I, I, do, I do love Woj. And so I will, you know, I, I like, I like. I'm the only exci- listening to Woj. Give me the excitement from Woj. And Woj, do not ruin the draft tomorrow again, bro. Like you ruined it last year. Just calling every. He can't help it. Just chill, bro. He can't help it. 
It's his favorite. I think it, I literally think it's his favorite thing to do. Yeah, he just loves to be that guy. Like, I think ESPN hired him specifically not to do that, and he couldn't help himself. Did it anyway last year. It's like a guy you tell a secret to. We were laughing about this last year. Yeah, because he called everything, but he wasn't calling it. He wasn't saying Pelicans will take Zion. He was saying the Pelicans are strongly considering <laughs> Zion Williamson at the number one pick, and then oh, Zion's picked. Oh, oh! Look at that. Crazy Memphis, that Memphis happened. has a really strong feeling about John ja Morant. I'm off oh, John ja Morant. I'm off Twitter tomorrow. Yeah, no, I, I won't watch it that way no. either because it's just it ruins everything. It does. So I want the suspense. I don't really want to talk about the draft so much as as like what we predict. We know no. where the top three guys are. I don't care after seven, dude. To be honest with you, I don't care. I don't even really care after like three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's good guys in there, and and there's gonna be the Kyle Kuzmas yeah. of this draft that go overlooked and what have you. Uh, but you know we know it. it we've known it. It's, it's I'm Zion. It- it's Jaw. It's RJ. And then the rest of the, gonna- the rest of the thing is there. Clips for Damas right now. Clips for Damas. Pelicans are going to trade the four to the three. They're going to trade up oh, to I like get this. Barrett. I've heard this. They're going to trade up to get Barrett. They're going to get Zion and Barrett. I think that that I think that's what's going to happen. But I like that call. Yeah. I don't think RJ Barrett wants that. If I'm honest with you. I've, be I've said it before. I think he wants to be his own man. Okay, I'm with that. And I think he really wants to play for the Knicks. Yeah, I think he does. I think he. I think he looks at the Knicks and being like, "Yo, this could be me. This yeah, could be. I guess you're right. This could be my destiny. I could be the one that helps the Knicks go." Blah blah blah. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. RJ, right now, if it wasn't for Zion, would definitely, without a doubt in my mind, be the number one overall draft pick. And Zion's shadow is so huge, and he's such an Im- immense talent. That it just happens to be where, like, Ja, ja Moran has even won people over more than RJ. Whoever gets him at three is going to be fucking stoked. And and he's going to be a very good player for seven years, and then mm-hmm. maybe he'll get a max deal and go somewhere else. We don't know. But the draft is tomorrow, Drew. Draft Zion is will be making his interest into the NBA. I'm excited about it. The first six picks are going to be awesome. The rest, I do not know. <laughs> um, I really don't know. Um, hey, Dash Radio. Yep. Nothing but net channel. Uh, big three starts this weekend. Nice, and we will be covering the big three. Let's go. We are. We're going to be covering it. A lot of, a lot of good. Jason Terry's in it this year. Dude, they got. They added they got, so many they players. Did. This Gilbert's season. playing, and Gilbert's been hooping. Dude, they got some good players. We're going to cover it. We're going to. Jr. Smith will be making an appearance <laughs> in the big three. <laughs> Just my <laughs> mellow. My, hey, another pick. Another pick for you, Drew. What's up? Would you take Swaggy P back? Maybe you might take Swaggy P back on, on I, the Lakers. He, he's on the list with Jr. and Mello of, okay. of guys that I have a long, a lot of players. Mello before. will be a Laker next year, people. Oh, We're calling God, it. Damn it! If it's Mello, then bring Dwayne Wade. Hey, um, my boy, the Broad Street Bully, mm-hmm. straight out of Philadelphia, Beanie Siegel, aka Beans. We're gonna drop some heat for you right now. All for it. It's my jam right now, Drew. Turn that shit up. So follow through with clips and Drew. Drew, we're ghosts. I'm the truth, it is what it is, that's what the streets name What? I should have played big, but it's all great for You niggas can't play me, you just pay me To stay off your asses Thriller, like Cassius and Mike Jack is My jacket reads the Ford Bang hard like D. Howard on the boards we cowards can't afford uh-huh. to fuck with a nigga heart's colder than a whore. Uh-uh. Nerve of them, think y'all got married to him. When you're soft like virgin skin, I'm urging them. Matter of fact, I implore you. Come on, cross the line, I destroy you. I'm all for it.
from them. Put long three fives in them. Twist backwards. Never put my haze in the dust. Stay drunk off that shit. We ain't keeping this cup. And I hate y'all YouTube niggas. Cause when the camera's on, you talk about what you gonna do to niggas. When the hammer's drawn, you fold up and root cool niggas. This ain't no song. Dog, I will do you niggas. Don't none of y'all want it with big eye. Hit you with a small Smith West or a big Glock. Give you a wig shot. Uh, small knife or a big razor. Open up your chest like Vicks Vapor. You ass, I'm the shit. You just constipated. Your flow trash. My switch so complicated. But flow easy on the track like the doctor made it. It's the return of the realness. You got to hate it. I'm all for it.